back. We're back for week 10. Week 10, right? Week 10. All right, week 10. It's our picks and locks. Thanks for coming back. You're going to be listening to this. I know you will. It's like going to church now. I'm pretty sure I'm on the religion list. Uh, this is a Scared Money, Don't Make Money podcast. We're back with Jared Adam for our picks this week. JD's back in the house. We missed him last week. Back and better than ever. Uh, person, you know, what happened with Mess last week was an absolute tragedy. Um, I hope he's doing better, uh, but we don't need that kind of picking on, on this podcast mess. I mean, four and 10 was bad enough. Two and 11 is a new low. Uh, you're on, you're on fine wire now. Uh, it's very thin. Mitch, I purposely tank. still have the same record. You know how bad that looks for you? Okay. You didn't purposely I was do sick anything. Of, I was sick of blowing everyone out of the water yeah. in this stupid little thing that I was like, you know what? Mitch needs a win. Let me help him out. And I still couldn't let him take the lead. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see what happens after this week. Uh, I don't think it's going to be any issue beating the living shit out of you this week again. Um, so getting into things, we're going to get right into our picks. We're starting with Jaguars Packers in green Bay, green Bay minus 13 and a half. I absolutely fucking hate this line. I hate double-digit spreads. They barely ever get covered in the NFL. But guess what? The bad man's going to do it again. The Jags suck ass. No Gardner Minshew. I don't know how the quarterback last week did what he did. I mean, they were playing Houston. Their defense is probably one of the worst I've ever seen. But I'm picking the pack and the bad man. They're going to cover 13-and-a-half. I at least pray to God they're going to cover 13-and-a-half. There's no way in my mind I can take the Jaguars here. Jared, where are you at? Uh Matt Luton starting at quarterback for Jacksonville again this week. Luton. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, I, I mean, I'm going Green Bay minus 13 and a half. I don't it, cold weather. Jacksonville traveling. They're not a very good football team. The Packers playing good football right now. Uh, Aaron Rodgers at home in cold weather automatic i mean i i mean there's not much to say i just i don't like the jaguars and i'm a packers fan so i'm taking the packers minus 13 and a half yep packers easy it's tough to go into lambo and stare across and see rogers on the other side of the field especially as an unexperienced low draft pick as Lewin was so you know yeah, there's not much to say about this Packers. one, is there? No, I wouldn't be surprised if the Jaguars quarterback starts asking Aaron Rodgers for his autograph walking into the halftime um, because it's going to be so out of hand by then. They might just not come back out. Next, we've got Tampa at the Panthers. Tampa minus six here. Uh, this is a tough one for me. You know how much I love betting extre- extremely large cocks. Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, He's made me a good amount of money this year so far, but this week, I don't think it's going to happen. There's no Christian McCaffrey there. I really liked the Panthers last week with him back. I don't think they're going to be able to do it against Tampa. I think Tampa's super pissed off. Um, I think it's going to be an absolute routing of the Panthers. Uh, I've got Tampa here minus six. Tom Brady's going to come back out. He's going to prove all the haters wrong. The team's going to be playing better. Bruce Arians already said, fuck Antonio Brown. He's not playing nearly as much. And uh, I think that's going to be a good formula for them. And they're going to get back to what they need to do. 
Uh, Tom Brady probably has been making them run sprints ever since they lost the game against the Saints. Um, and so they're going to come back out here and, and take care of business. Jared. Um, yeah, so Mitch says absolute routing of the Panthers. By want, 40. By 40. Tampa by 40. I want to go on record saying Mitch said absolute routing of, of Carolina. <laughs> um, Carolina has been without Teddy or without Christian McCaffrey pretty much the entire year. Um, he did come back last week, looked good, got banged up again. But they've played without him pretty much all year this year. And Mike Davis has been a serviceable replacement. I'm not saying he's Christian McCaffrey. I'm saying that he's useful. And Carolina has lost a lot of really close games this year. They're playing at home. They're getting six points. I believe the Panthers can keep it close again. I don't know if they'll win. Uh, but I think that the Panthers can keep it within that six-point spread. So I'm going Carolina plus six this week. Yeah, I think this is kind of a toss-up. Mitch is with the routing. I'm not too convinced about that, but I am with Mitch on side of the box, just being, again, kind of with his logic. Tom Brady's fired up. Uh, when he has bad losses, he bounces back like he did against the Packers, and he rallies the team. It's not a young team at Tampa Bay. They're all veterans. They kind of know how to win in the NFL, so I think they're going to come back strong this week. Next, we've got Houston versus the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland. Cleveland minus four here. Uh, I I like the Browns. I really do. Houston's defense is absolutely terrible. They can't stop anything. I think Baker Mayfield's going to have a good day coming off a bye. They're rested. I think he's going to be able to throw it all around the field. No problem. I think they're going to be able to cover this line pretty easily. Uh, I think Deshaun Watson's going to have a tough time uh, with Miles Garrett coming at him, and he's going to cause a little bit of havoc for him. I think the Houston Texans are going to put up some points, but I like the Browns here covering minus four. Browns right now 7-2 and two straight up in their last nine home games. Uh, I like the numbers here. I'm also going to probably take the under here. I like the under at 53 and a half. Uh, I think it's going to be under that, but I think the Browns are going to take care of business. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm on Mitch's side here. I like I like the Browns at home minus four. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Mess. Do you know Nick Chubb? I know he is probable this week. Is he playing this week? I'm not sure they know yet. Okay. Game time decision there? Yeah. Okay. Well, regardless, even, and especially if Nick Chubb does suit up and play, Oh, man. Actually, I'm pretty sure he's back. He is back? Check that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Well, that makes it even easier, actually, taking the Browns minus four. I mean, Houston is just, oh, man, abysmal. Not not good. Uh, And I do like Baker at home. I think he's going to have a good game. Like Mitch said, I think he's going to throw it around a little bit. Um, Yeah, I'm taking Cleveland at home minus four. I'm also on the Browns in this one. I think the Browns are able to put up 30-plus points in this one, which makes enough of for Deshaun Watson won't put up. So I'm going to go with the Browns, and I'm not too confident with the under with Mitch. I think the Browns put up a solid amount of points in this one, and Deshaun Watson does what he does and tries to chase them. The under is 8-1 in the last nine meetings between these teams. 8-1. How often do the Texans and the Browns play, though? 
Yep. Thank you. <laughs> well, in the last nine, they're eight and one. So four like years ago. I like the to odds. be exact. To think, be exact, four years ago. I think they were the Oilers, and Warren Moon was playing quarterback when they they last hey, met. So that doesn't matter. It would have been four one, years ago when the Browns were an absolute dumpster fire. The team and Deshaun Watson was still at Clemson. Trust <laughs> the numbers. The numbers don't <laughs> lie. It's history. History doesn't lie. Learn from it. But it's nice. We, you, you, should, know, we're, you should probably pick closer teams if you're going to use that kind of stuff. Eight and one. Eight and one. Next game here, we've got Washington versus the Lions in Detroit. Detroit minus four and a half. I like the Washington football team here. Uh, They've got Alex Smith running the show again, the one-legged bandit. He's going to go out there, hobble around, dodge a couple tackles, throw it all over the field on him. Uh, I love the defense. Mets talked about their defense last week. I, I slept on their defense. I love their defensive line. They're going to get pressure on Matthew Stafford. The Lions can't do anything at home, and I think that's going to continue. And so from that, I am taking Washington minus four and a half. Okay. I said it a couple weeks ago. Detroit hasn't won at Ford Field in the better part of a year, over a year, actually. Um, this is where they break the streak. The streak is coming to an end. I do like Washington's defense, but I'm getting Stafford in the dome. They haven't won at home in over a year. I have a good feeling about the Lions. I I am I feel like they're going to find a way to cover this. Minus four and a half. Uh, take the Lions. Um, I actually have the line at three and a half, but it doesn't matter. I'm going to stay with the Lions. I'm with JD on this one. I just think Stafford's going to be too much, and Alex Smith made some questionable uh, decisions with the ball last week that Matthew Stafford takes advantage of this week. So, Lions are going to cover this one at home. Get that win they've been waiting for. You are correct, Mess. Uh, My my apologies. I must have wrote it down wrong. Three and a half is the line. Three and a half, not four and a half. Mitch giving misinformation. What a fucking shock. You made your picks before. That's fine. It's just better on us, JD. Yeah, better well, on us. Yeah. We're gonna go three and a half, and Mitch is staying with the Redskins at three and a half. <laughs> so that's that's it is final. It's been decided. Man, this could be a fun week for me. Man, Whew. could get ugly. You brought that on yourself. That's all right. Next, we've got uh, Philadelphia versus the Giants in the Meadowlands. Eagles minus four here. I love this game. I love everything about this game. The Eagles are terrible. Carson Wentz can't get it done. The Giants have momentum. They're keeping games very close. I believe in Daniel Jones. Giants, Giants, Giants. Put it on them. I'm taking the Giants. They're easily covering. Okay, so a couple things uh, from what Mitch just said. <clears throat> that the Giants have momentum. They're two and seven this year, so I don't know where the momentum's coming from. And he believes in Daniel Jones. Um, with that porous offensive line, uh, <laughs> I'm not really sure I could I could put all my eggs in the Daniel Jones basket at this point. Um, Philadelphia, not great, but um, they're on top of the division right now. This is an important divisional game for Carson Wentz. I think that Philly goes into New York and, and covers the four-point spread. I'm taking Philly minus four. 
Uh, I think any game in this division is pretty much just a flip of a coin of who's going to win. It's so bad out there. But I'm going to go on the side of Mitch on this one in the Giants. I think any game in this division, I'm just going to go ahead and take the points because I don't know. So that seems like a safer play. And the Giants are at home getting points. Why not? I believe last time they played, too, the Giants were leading most of the game. Yes, the Eagles came back and won, but it was by a very small margin. Not enough to cover this spread, so I'm not worried about it at all. Mitch Mitch loves the New York Giants. This He loves this game for some reason. I don't know. I don't know how you can love an NFC East divisional matchup. That's what I, when you said I love this game, I was like, I don't plan on watching this. Oh, absolutely not. I'm not going to watch a second of it, but I love the line and I love the Giants and I love making money. So when all those three come together, I love this game. What are you pounding? Are you hitting JD as you say this? Slamming him. Did, did the Giants like call up Tiki Barber to play running back this week? Because I'm pretty sure they're on like their fifth string running back at this point. I think it doesn't matter. Of Daniel Jones apparently is the greatest quarterback since Jesus Christ threw the bread across the table. (laughs) I've never heard someone so hyped up on Daniel Jones. I mean, he's only thrown a pick in I think every game he's ever started in the NFL. But you know, other than that, kid's doing pretty good. Hey. All right. Well, we can move on from Mitch's NFC East boner that he has going on right now. Uh, moving on to the Bills versus the Cardinals here in Arizona. Arizona minus two and a half. This game I don't like. I fucking hate this game. I hate everything about it. I think it's going to be a great football game. I hate the line, though. I don't know what to do with the Bills. I bet against them last week, and all of a sudden, Josh Allen has 300 yards and three touchdowns in the first half. Uh Little alone that was against the Hawks defense, which I they play with ten players every defensive drive. So yep, the if, stands are the the stands that. are the eleventh though. Yeah, if that. And so this seems to me like I'm very bitter about the Cardinals from last week from screwing me against Miami. And I'm going with the Bills off a complete emotion after seeing what Josh Allen did last week. And hopefully he can carry some of that momentum into this week and do it again to the Cardinals. I'm taking the bills plus two and a half on the road to cover. Okay. So um, Buffalo couldn't even cover a spread against the jets on the road this year. The Buffalo bills are not a good road team so far this year. Um, they have trouble covering spreads on the road. I think Kyler Murray is the real deal. I think he's going to come back this week at home, and he's going to just lay the wood to him. I think they've got a lot of great offensive weapons, and I'm going Cardinals minus two and a half. I think it's a pretty easy spread to cover for the Cardinals at home. I, I just, I, for me, I don't trust the bills on the road right now because I haven't seen a lot of great production out of the bills on the road as far as betting goes. Um, so I'm going to go Cardinals minus two and a half. Yeah. I'm with JD on this one. Um, I'm going to, they're two evenly matched teams. So I'm going to take the home team in this one, especially all the way from Buffalo to Arizona. So I'm, I'm going to take the Cardinals. The one thing I'm scared about is if Tredavious White shadows DeAndre Hopkins, this offense kind of rolls through Hopkins. When Hopkins goes off, the Cardinals go off. And But 
uh, with JD saying Bills are bad on the road this year, I'm going to stay with that and go with the Cardinals. Good choice, mess. I'm, Mitch is really lucky that he's got two capable people to to put their input in on the podcast. <laughs> well, one capable person, the other one goes two and eleven. So, Mitch, we still have the same record. That's completely fine. That's fine. I have more positive weeks than you. I'm not worried. He no, you don't. What? That doesn't make what? Where you are? It's fine. That, that, that uh, moving on next year, Denver, sense. Denver, Oakland. We're moving on. Oakland, really. Oh, the, sorry. The A's. The oh, A's. Yeah. My apologies. Las Vegas Raiders. Jim Plunkett going to play quarterback this week? Uh, Raiders minus three and a half. I fell into the Swag King trap mess set for me last week. Uh, I've now been convinced that Drew Locke is the greatest garbage time quarterback of all time. If they're going to put up points, it's going to be when it completely doesn't matter to almost get them back in the game and then go four and out without even moving it one yard on the last drive of the game. That's the least swaggiest thing I've ever seen. I'm taking the Raiders at home, minus three and a half. I believe in Gruden. We talked over the phone. He says it's a guaranteed win. Bet us. So that's what I'm doing. Uh, wow. A lot of hate for the Swag King this week coming from Mitch's corner. Um, however, I am going to put the bet on the Swag King this week. You're giving me Swag King and three and a half. The guy is not, okay, Drew Locke, not a great first half quarterback. Stats show he's not a great first half quarterback. But I just don't really like the Raiders, to be honest. And I am kind of starting to like Drew Locke a lot. Yeah, you're damn right you do. On, I, I do a mess and I and I owe it to you that you know I'm I'm kind of developing a bit of a bromance for for Drew Kids Locke, got game. to be honest. So much swag that the stadium can't even handle. Too much drip might just so drown. I'm, <laughs> I'm taking dude, I'm I'm taking Drew Locke. I'm taking the, the Broncos plus three and a half. I think this is a week that Melvin Gordon runs like his hair is on fire. I think he is just going to bulldoze that Raiders defensive line. I wouldn't be surprised to see him go for two tutties and, you know, 120 yards this week. Yeah, um, I'm, uh, you know, I love Drew Locke. I love betting the Broncos, but I'm going to go with the Raiders and Mitch on this one. Um, Beth, how can you do me like that? It's one week. It's just one week. We'll be back next week probably. I set you up. Oh, my gosh. I set you up for the Drew Locke bromance. Yeah, and I almost wanted to flip mid-sentence when Mitch started talking trash. But I think I got to stay with the Raiders on this one. Uh, The Denver's just banged up, man. There are injuries everywhere. Shelby Harris is out this week. That's going to take a pass rusher and defensive front out of there. So I just just don't know. And the Raiders aren't playing bad football. Do I like their team? No. But they're at home. And they're winning football games, so I'm going to go ahead and yep. stay with the Raiders. Raiders are mess. mess. JD, talk to me. What's going on? Broncos. Mess. When Drew Locke hears this podcast and realizes how much love I gave him, when he covers that on Sunday, and we take a trip somewhere because we're so in love, you're not going to be invited now. You think so? It's going to break my Even heart. Even though, like, because you should be there. You are the biggest Drew Locke fan I know. You're not wrong, you but be there. I, I can't bet him every week. I, it just It's not going well. 
but but Mitch took the Raiders mess. Mitch took the Raiders. Yeah, you can trust me because you went two and eleven last week, and I had a winning week. You know how Mitch is, and and you're siding with him on this one. It, it hurts me honestly. I'm also throwing in a secondary bet on here. Mm. Uh, I think this might be the best bet of the week. Oh my god! Okay, hold the fucking phone. Best South- bet of the week coming out right now at a Mitch's. Whoa! Is breaking news. Sound the alarm. I think it was. I think it was a weekend song. Sound the alarm. Maybe it was Nicki Minaj. I don't know who it was. Sound the alarm. It's Nicki Minaj. How do you get the weekend and Nicki Minaj mixed up? Like, the what, what under is- overs at fifty-two. Hammer the over here. Hammer it. Hammer it. Hammer it. Drew Locke's gonna score twenty points in absolute garbage time when it does not matter. It's gonna cover the over easily. Hammer it. Moving on to the next one, we've got Miami versus the Chargers. Can we, can we take a timeout quick? Mets, you, you like how Mitch makes, like, the bet of the century, uh-huh. and then after he makes it, doesn't give us any time to talk about yeah. it. Yeah, well, one, well <laughs> one, he absolutely just shits on Drew Locke. Whatever, fine. Mm-hmm. You don't like him, you'd be wrong somewhere else, I don't care. But then you go ahead and make the best bet as an over – Needing Drew Locke to score you points? I'm confused, Mitch. You like him or not? I'm saying he's the best garbage time quarterback of all time. He scores an insane amount of points. If he puts up 20 points in garbage time, I guarantee you he's covering the three and a half that, the, that he's getting. No, he will not. Are you kidding? I can't fucking okay, do this. So Guys, I can't gonna... fucking do this. I'm switching to the Broncos. Fuck you, Mitch. Fuck you, Mitch. I'm a Drew Locke fan. JD, let's do it. Is this mess? Is this an official? Yes, yes, yes. Fuck quit. it. Fuck Mitch. Okay. Thank you. I'm Thank only doing you. it because fuck Mitch. That's <laughs> it's enough reason for me. Oh. Okay, like I said, Miami Chargers. Um, Miami minus one and a half here. I don't like this game. At Miami? No, in Los Angeles. It's in Los Angeles? Yeah. No, it's in Miami. In Miami? Oh, my apologies. In Jesus Miami. Christ, the misinformation that we get from Mitch on this podcast is just astounding. Mitch. I'm sorry. Were you yelling at me to get ready today? You need to get focused up, man. The Masters are on. I got shit to do okay. today. I, I I really don't care at all what you have to do today. Not one second of it. But uh, Miami Chargers, I hate this game. Back to me talking, what everyone comes to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this game because Miami should be way more favored than one and a half. And this just screams Vegas saying that, and they want me to take the Chargers. They really want me to take Los Angeles here at a line like that because the Chargers have to do it eventually, right? They've got to win a game eventually here. But I kind of believe in Miami. They beat the Cards last week. I couldn't believe they did it. Um, I think Tua might be able to, to actually be somewhat okay. I mean, he throws the ball accurately. Um, he's just starting a couple of weeks here. There's not a lot of film out on him. I think that's a big issue for a lot of teams. I think that's why a lot of Lamar Jackson's success came last year. When quarter, when teams don't have a lot of film on a quarterback, it's hard to prepare for them. I like Miami here at home, minus one and a half. Vegas wants me to take the Chargers. I throw up the middle finger to Vegas. We're taking Miami. Fuck you. Bet it all on Miami. Okay, I just want to start out by saying that the lack of film, Mitch just compared Lamar Jackson into it. Like, put him in the same mm-hmm. breath. Like, the MVP. Without any, hesita- without any hesitation. Like, the MVP. 
just Lamar and Tua, similar. Okay. All right. So we got that out of the way. But I do I do side with Mitch on this. I am on in Mitch's corner here. The Chargers, what Brian Flores has done in Miami, in what essentially what we all thought was going to be a rebuild year with the Dolphins, um, they're playing good football. You know, and their defense is in my opinion, I think underrated in the NFL. I think I think Miami has an underrated defense. I have burned myself so many times on the Chargers this year thinking that they're going to get it done and they always find a way to lose the game. I lost that game against the Swag King, mess. I took the Chargers and the Swag King came and flapped his yeah, big pack on him and ended up – yeah, and it was over. So I, I am – as much shit as I've given Mitch this podcast episode – I am going to take the Dolphins minus one and a half. I, I just I like the way the Dolphins are playing right now, and I'm just I'm going with their momentum that they do have right now. I'm uh, on the side with you guys too on the Dolphins. Uh, Brian Flores is um, probably one of the best defensive minds in the game right now. What he's doing with that defense is crazy. They're scoring points more than probably the Bears' offense has this year. Uh, their defense is playing well. No doubt. Justin Herbert, a young quarterback, and Brian Flores does mixes up fronts, mixes up coverages, disguises things better than anyone else. And I think without a lot of experience from Herbert, it's just going to be tough for him to do what he's been doing without knowing what the defense is going to do. So I'm going to go ahead and stay with Miami. It's just, it's so, I mean, Justin Herbert has been so good this year like so consistently good this year it's really hard for me to go against them but the team just they can't win they can't fucking close out a game it's incredible their defense is and mess touched on this a couple of weeks ago their defense is like fucking swiss cheese so many holes in that defense like i i and brian flores like you said mess one of the greatest defensive minds in football i think i mean Look what he's done with the Miami Dolphins defense. The Miami Dolphins are relevant. I can't believe I'm saying it. They are. Moving on, we've got Bengals versus the Steelers in Pittsburgh. I now see the lines move to Pittsburgh minus seven and a half. I've got it at seven. Good thing we got it in when we did. We're doing seven, right? Yep, we're doing okay. seven. I, I initially had the Bengals here. I told Jared I have the Bengals. I... Pulled up one Pat McAfee show. They talked about the Bengals talking trash. Shout White out to Pat McAfee, though. Big shout out to love him. Love that guy. Absolutely love Madam. him. He's talking about they're using the terrible towel to wipe their feet. TJ Hushpinzada is disrespecting the towel. He did that, like, years ago. Exactly <laughs> what he said. The last time that TJ Hushpinzada did that with the towel... Carson Palmer's leg was broken in the game. I'm praying for Joe Burrow. That's why I can't bet on the Bengals because if I bet on the Bengals, his career is over. We've seen what happens to quarterbacks that I bet on. It's wait, not... wait, 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 wait. Time out. Did Mitch just say that he's a career mm-hmm. ruiner? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I have a history of getting quarterbacks injured. It's not my fault. Okay. I, I don't know how I do it. I'm sorry for doing it. I'm saving your life, Joe Burrow. You're welcome. I'm hoping your family is going to send me a Christmas card because of it. But I'm taking the Steelers here, minus seven, at home. I really wanted to take the Bengals. The Bengals have been able to make just about every game close. They've been able to keep it within, especially the seven points there. 
I can see this game being close. I really can see this game being the game the Steelers lose potentially. I mean, they're going to lose eventually, and this might be the game where they're kind of slacking a little bit. They're not thinking the Bengals are that great. They might not get the job done here, but I like the Steelers. I'm going with the Steelers. Yeah, I don't know if Cincinnati is going to be the team that does it to them, brings their first loss. Out of just the division, I wouldn't pick Cincinnati to be the team to do it to Pittsburgh, but, I mean, let's be real here. Cincinnati has been an absolute dumpster fire all year. They're, there's no chemistry between the front office and the players. They're posting their house for sale on Twitter. You know, Carlos Dunlap finally got the trade he wanted. Cincinnati's ability to protect Joe Burrow is pathetic. The guy's been hit and sacked more than any other quarterback in the NFL this year. And I think this is a game where Pittsburgh is going to get out to a, a decent lead early, and Cincinnati's going to have to throw the ball. I, I don't think that they're going to be able to push it very much against, you know, at least with the ground game against Pittsburgh's defense, their front seven. Um, we talked about Pittsburgh's defense being one of the best in the NFL. It's going to be a game where Burrow's got to throw 40 times, and I just don't know if Cincinnati can protect Joe Burrow that many times in a game for him to make it close. Um, so I, I'm signed with Mitch here. I'm taking Pittsburgh minus seven. I feel very confident about it. Um, so, yeah, I'm riding the Steelers minus seven. Uh, Joe week. Burrow throws the ball 40 times in every game, so I don't think that matters much, to be honest yes. with you. I mean, th- whether they whether they roll them or they're losing, Joe Burrow's going to be slinging the ball 40 times. That's their offense, they said. They said, Joe Burrow, here's the keys. Go win us games. Um, but it's a divisional game and I, I like to take divisional games in really close fashion. They always play tough. The Titans two week or the, sorry, the Bengals two weeks ago came off a good win against the Titans and now they're coming off of a bye week. I, I just think this game stays close. Do the Bengals take their first loss to them? Probably not, but I'm going to go ahead and take a full touchdown worth of points in this one. And I'm going to go with the Bengals. Next game, we've got Seahawks versus the Rams in Los Angeles. Rams minus two and a half. You know how much I love Russell Wilson. I've talked about him so much. I bet him every week. This is probably the week they're going to cover for me, and I'm going to be sitting here, and I'm losing hope in the defense. I believe in Russell Wilson. He's a great quarterback and everything. That defense is absolutely terrible. They, Russell Wilson can only do so much in scoring enough points to try to keep themselves competitive in games. But it, it, it's not right when they literally give the other team the ball and they score a touchdown every time. What is Russell Wilson supposed to do? Uh, I like the Rams. Dark Horse Super Bowl team, I think. Jesus I'm Christ. Serious. I'm saying it now. They're, they're one of the most overrated now. teams you in all the league. Hear it here. Dark Horse, fuck, Super Bowl team, Los Angeles Rams. I like the line at two and a half at home. I think they're going to get it done. I'm very nervous about this game because I'm not betting Russell Wilson this week, and this is probably the week he's going to do it, especially coming off the loss last week. It's another division game for them. They really need to get the win. 
spot. I don't think they're going to. I think the Rams are going to take care of business here. You know what I love more than anything in life is pigging, piggybacking <laughs> off so of Mitch's with Russell Wilson. <laughs> I love piggybacking off of Mitch's Russell Wilson losses because Russell Wilson is Russell Wilson. I get the defense is fucking horrible, but the guy puts up points. Okay, and especially after losses, the guy comes out and plays with a vengeance. All right, I, I, I'm with Mess. I think the Rams are one of the most overrated teams in the NFL. I, I, I just don't see it with LA. I, I, I honestly don't. I don't put my faith in Jared Goff. I, I don't know. I know Aaron Donald is Aaron Donald, but I mean, it's, it's. I'm taking Russell with. I'm taking the Seahawks with their plus two and a half this week. The Seahawks are getting points this week. Yeah, I'm taking Seattle plus two and a half. I, I I love piggybacking on Mitch's Russell Wilson picks because it's almost like a lock that the Seahawks are going to get it done this week. Yeah, this is Seattle minus, minus two, two, and half, two and a half. Right? Plus two and a half. Seattle is plus two and a half. Seattle's plus two and a half? I, I, I'm pretty positive on that, yes. I will double verify, but at this I'm pretty sure I fact-checked. Yes, correct. Seattle. Right, I'm going to be with JD on this one and take the points here. I didn't really look that hard. I thought Seattle was favored because that makes sense to me. The Rams are not that good of a football team, to be honest with you. I just don't see anything with golf. Seattle's defense, yeah, they're bad. But if you're going to give me Russell Wilson and points against a team I don't think is even that good, I'm probably just going to go ahead and take the Seahawks. Even though initially it did have the Rams, but that was thinking they were plus points. But I'm going to go Seahawks in this one. It's kind of like a few weeks ago when we talked about how you're going to give yeah. the Steelers points. Well, I might as well. I mean, you're going to give the Seahawks. You're going to give the Seahawks points in a divisional game. The Ravens pissed me off. Shut up. I had it won. I had it absolutely won. Yeah. You guys both mm-hmm. took the Steelers. I had it mm-hmm. won. You said it yourself, Matt. Yeah, the Steelers played awful, and they yeah, still they... found a way to win that game. Still. It, it, betting is not horseshoes or hand grenades. Man. Exactly. Close doesn't fucking count. Through. Moving on to the next game, 49ers Saints in New Orleans. Saints minus 10 at home. I love the Saints here. There's not much to say. The 49ers are broken. Uh, I think the half of the Merrill Blue Jays might be playing on that team uh, this week. They've been called up, but I love the Saints here. I don't have much to say on this game. After last week, they're riding high. They're going to continue the dominance. I would imagine Michael Thomas will be in again. That offense is a completely different story with him around. People have forgot about him. He's been gone. He's back. That's what they did to Tampa Bay, just like I proclaimed that they would. Everybody else liked the Bucks. Mess liked the Bucks. It didn't matter. It was a complete routing. Put the money on the Saints. It's easy. Take them. <laughs> people forgot about Drew Brees. No, people forgot about Michael Thomas. Oh, okay. No, people have not forgot about Drew Brees. Michael Thomas is who they forgot about. Okay. Okay. Great. Well, regardless, I'm, I'm siding with Mitch on this. I, New Orleans at home is a totally different animal. Um, and, and they were able to go into Tampa Bay and just route Tom Brady in the Bucks. I know – their game plan wasn't probably what they wanted, but it was horrible. I, and I love, I love new Orleans at home. I I think 
you know, in recent history, New Orleans is probably one of the best home teams in the NFL. I, I don't trust the Niners. Uh, they're so banged up. They have so many injuries. It's unreal how many injuries they have. Ten points is a lot, but I'm going to take New Orleans minus ten. I, I'm putting my faith in, in Breeze and the boys in the Superdome. And I'm going to roll with it. New Orleans minus 10 this week. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with the Saints on this one, too. Uh, 49ers are just not there with their team. Everyone's hurt in and out all year. Can't really establish a chemistry or a, a constant flow of any sort of offense. So I'm going to stay with you guys and go with the Saints to cover this big spread. It's a good decision. Next game, we've got Baltimore versus New England. In New England, Patriots plus seven here. I This is a very confusing game for me. I hate betting the Ravens. I don't know how much I trust Lamar Jackson, uh, especially as a thrower, but he has bit me in the ass the last couple weeks. Uh, I really think New England made surprise people in this game i think they may have somewhat found something i mean they barely beat the jets i mean i don't even know what i'm saying personally (laughs) but but i like the ravens here i think they're gonna cover seven points i also really like the over on 43 and a half uh i think that's gonna be covered no problem but i love the ravens at at minus seven i think they're gonna get it done I really hope they're going to get it done because it's the one week I'm betting them. They better fucking come through or they're going to be getting a nasty letter for me. That's for sure. So Baltimore minus seven on you? Yes. <clears throat> okay. Um, New England plus <laughs> seven. Master, your turn. <laughs> I'm going to go with Mitch and Ravens minus seven. And I don't know why, but I'm going to – I, yeah, I, I don't mean, even know why. Just to think a year ago that Bill Belichick was going to be a full touchdown underdog at home is ridiculous. But, I mean, there's just nothing out of that team that makes me – Baltimore's got a fast defense, and there's just nothing out of me that's going to yeah. – screams that Cam Newton's putting up enough points where Lamar Jackson won't double them, you know? So, Ravens. Nothing. They don't have enough no. weapons. No receivers, running backs, no. not there. No. No, they... <coughs> no. They're, they're empty. But I think the only reason I'm taking New England plus seven is because Belichick's getting seven points at home. I mean, I, <laughs> I think that's the only reason I'm taking it, honestly. I don't have a lot of evidence behind why I made that decision. And rumor has it John Bon Jovi is not going to be in the stadium this week. That's very big for the Ravens. We can get Gucci. Robert Kraft can have Gucci Mane, though. Gucci Mane might be there. I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to call him and give him an ask. Um but last game of the week, Monday Night Football, Minnesota versus Chicago in Chicago. NFC North battle. NFC North battle. Vikings minus three on the road here. I love the Vikings. I fucking hate Chicago. Fuck the Bears. They're the worst football team I've ever seen. I've said it before. Fuck the Bears. The- Fuck Nick, Col- Nick Foles. Fuck them all. Vikings, Dalvin Cook, it's going to be a, an absolute massacre. Vegas is going to be wondering why they were even thinking three points in the line here. It should be 25. But 
Thankfully, they gave us three. I'm taking the Vikings. Jared. All right. Uh, well, <clears throat> I'm going to side with Mitch uh, and take the Vikings minus three. I'm taking Minnesota minus three. Um, I just don't know about Chicago offensively. I, they don't even know what they're doing. Matt Nagy is lost a quarter through the game. He doesn't know what's going through his head at that point. I Are they going Trubisky? Are they going Foles? Are they going both? Are, what, what's going on? I mean, it's, they can't fucking score points. Like, I just, I don't, and Dalvin Cook is an absolute monster this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm taking, I'm taking essentially Dalvin Cook minus three this week. This is breaking news, though. Matt Nagy did give me a call this week. He watched my flag football tape. He actually asked me to play this week. I had turned it down. I've got plans. I couldn't make it. He said he's never seen a quarterback like that in his entire life. He wanted me to come out and play, but I I can't do it. Not for that team. Not for that team. They also called Stevie Wonder (laughs) before you, who I don't know. He told told me I was his first call. I believe he's a man of good integrity. I was his first call. Yeah, do it. Do it that way. My, own, I don't even know what's going on sure anymore in this podcast. That, but... Yeah, so I'm up. We've lost all control. Mitch, Mitch. Yeah. Well, first Mitch off, Mitch, Mitch is now the Mister, <laughs> not no longer Mister Worldwide. He's now the Lamar Odom of this podcast because I'm fairly certain he's on crack. Rest in peace. Don't you? Oh, he's alive. Yeah, I'm dead. sorry. He should be dead. But the the great <laughs> Stephen A. once said don't. he was on. The man track. had problems, Adam. And I'm fairly certain you are too. Telling us the that Rams are going to win the exactly Super Bowl. The fact that you think you can play quarterback for the Bears. Well, Daniel Jones is Daniel now Jones. elite. Mitch is just on crack. Mitch, Mitch is on crack. That is an absolute. My pick here, I think I honestly I think I've bet the Bears every single week, all all nine weeks, and I'm gonna do it again. I don't know why. (laughs) I get I get I'll watch Adam. What the fuck were you thinking? And then the next week, then the next week comes (laughs) and I'm like, you know what? Let's do it again. (laughs) And it's just like an endless cycle of me getting (laughs) pissed at myself. But, yeah, I'm going to do it again. I don't think – Delvin Cook has had two monster weeks and getting all the praise, but he ran against the Packers, who aren't good against the run, without their two linebackers. So, yeah, big week. I saw that coming. And then against the Lions, who are just abysmal defensively every single year. So – Will Delvin Cook have a good game? Probably, but it's not going to be for 400 yards and seven touchdowns like it was the last two weeks, you know? So I think Chicago's front and Chicago's really fast linebackers, I think they're going to flow to the ball and stop the run game of Delvin Cook. And also Kirk Cousins in primetime, I'll just never bet it, ever. He's garbage. He's trash. So Chicago in primetime, I'm going to bet. I'm not betting Chicago. I'm betting against Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. Yeah, that's a, that's a great call about Kirk Cousins in prime time. That's something I didn't think about, but it doesn't matter. The Vikings are still – like I said, the line should be 25. I'm pretty sure I did reference Kirk Cousins as limp dick on more than one occasion. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know. 
It's it's the Bears and the Vikings. I mean, I don't know. Mess, who's the Mad Dog of the Week? I'm really curious on this. I made predictions on the Mad Dog of the Week, but I, I'm curious what do you think? on really how great of a better you are. Um, I really thought you were either going to pick one oh, of the two. I got to hear. I, already right. know I want a prediction. Week is, Matt. I think that you're taking All Seattle right, Mitch, plus two and a half as your Mad Dog of the Week. Oh, you're both wrong. I'm taking, taking the Bengals. The Nope, I took the Bengals. Didn't you bet the Steelers? Taking the Bengals, I just Bengals. think okay. uh, Big Ben's a little banged up. He's not going to be able to drive the ball down the field. Therefore, the points won't get going. And uh, The Steelers haven't had a consistent run game all year long. It's just not been there. They've relied on Big Ben. And if Big Ben takes one bad hit, I mean, you're both of his knees. He's on the COVID list right now. If Big Ben somehow leaves this game or just doesn't do what Big Ben normally does, which I think is the case, the Bengals potentially could win this game, but definitely cover it. So I'm going to take the Bengals plus seven and actually at seven and a half is what you can get them is what kind of I base everything off of. So that's kind of what I'm leaning on is that seven and a half number. So for yeah, he is definitely now, playing, but I mean, he's hurt. He's not going to be able to get outside of the pocket. He's not going to stand there and take hits like Big Ben does. So I think. No, I'm not worried. Yeah. He was in a motorcycle okay. crash. He's back. He's fine. He's fine. Well, let's just let's just keep in mind that you know it, it, it'd be Mason Hodges Rudolph still on the team. Is he still like the third string quarterback? Yeah, but I mean, come on. I, I don't Duck know, next but if it gets if it gets that far, if it gets that far, I I'm pretty so. confident in the bet. <laughs> the Duck Hodges, I mean, you know, they had like a whole ESPN like segment on him, and it was magical. Loved wow. it. Yeah. So are we we doing locks now? Mitch, yeah, uh, yeah. The last part here is going to be the locks. Thanks for transitioning for me, Jared. Maybe it should be your podcast, but. Well, I mean, My locks are the one. JD, we should just break podcast. off. Let's yeah, make our yeah, own. Yeah, yeah, you can't even show up everything. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Make your own. Uh, my locks for the week. I love Tampa. Tampa's a lock. Put it on. I love the Rams. Take the Rams. They're going to the Super Bowl. Here, You've heard it here um, first. They're going calm down, to the Odom. Super Bowl potentially. Potentially. I'm not guaranteeing it. Holy shit. You believe taking the Rams in a lock? <laughs> Lastly, Vikings lock. I'm locking him again this week. I'm taking him again this week. I actually didn't know who my third lock was going to be last week. I looked at the lines. I looked straight at the Vikings said, they're going to be my lock. They're my only winner of the week. We're breaking this chain of one and two. It's complete bullshit. It's against me. Vegas is throwing these games for me so my locks don't do well. This week it's turning around. We're going three and L parlay them. Do whatever you need to do. They're all hitting. Yep. I just want to clarify, mm-hmm. Mitch. You took the Rams and a lot because yes, correct. they're going to the Super Bowl. Yes. Okay. You realize Kurt Warner isn't the quarterback. It's Jared Goff. Right? I don't He's give really a fuck bad. who the quarterback is. Okay. All right. I just want. Okay. I just wanted to double check on that. Okay. The best QBR in the fourth quarter okay. in the league. Watch your tongue. Okay. <laughs> All right, anyway, that one will be over before the fourth quarter even happens. So, um, but all right, so my locks of the week, and I'm going to say two things that I never thought I would ever say 
in my betting career. First one, I'm taking the Browns minus four in a lock. Second one, oh, JD, I'm don't the Dolphins do it. minus one and a half. In a no, as in don't do your third one. I'm doing it. I feel good. My third one, Seattle plus All two right. and a half. So I was a little lock. scared there because, you know, I didn't want it to be the same. I also, my first two locks are Browns and Dolphins as well with JD. Nailed them, JD. Well played, buddy. Well played. Nice. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I mean, yeah, it's it's so wonderful to have an, an equal mind on this podcast. And Mitch is making the blowjob symbol right now at us. Well, like, that's what Jared Goff's going to do. a huge cock, <laughs> which is Jared Goff, I believe. And then my third one's going to be the Saints laying the big number because the 49ers are not good. Mm -hmm. No, they're not good. Well, Well, that's it, folks. You got everything you need. Listen to to Lamar Odom. You come to listen to me, like I said before. You come and listen to me. Our largest viewing on a podcast is the first one. It was just me on there. You all come listen to me. I appreciate you for that. I somehow grace the presence of these two on this podcast. But thanks again for the support. We really do appreciate it. If Mesco's the first thing ever again in his they life, did was sign Lamar Odom, who was on crack, Mitch. Okay. That's great. I'm, thanks for the input. I I'm appreciate still just, it. I'm still just blown away that Mitch locked in the fucking Rams. That's all we have for the week. Daniel it's now Jones is outside. legit. I'm going to hammer some Long Islands. Goodbye. Rams to the listening. Super Bowl. We'll be back on Tuesday. Maybe I'll finally get these two guys to come on for the recap, but maybe not. It'll probably just be me again, which... Oh, you know, man. Oh, you know, man. Oh, you know, man.